Today's football news is with thanks to Fuji Clean, manufacturing sewer treatment plants since the 60s with over 3 million systems installed around the globe. Call 1300 733 619 or visit fujiclean.com.au. Well, time to catch up with all the uh, football news. And as always, we're joined by producer James Clark. Morning, Clarky. Hey, boys. Nice to be with you. And uh, we have on the line also our regular correspondent, former Socceroo and current coach of the Gold Coast Knights in the NPL, Scott McDonald. Morning, Scott. Good morning, guys. We're getting closer. We're only a week or so away from the season starting, so looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good, the EPL. But also, Scottish Premier League kicks off this weekend, and so does the Championship. So... You know, it's yep. not long to wait now, but um, great news, Scott. And I don't think we chatted much about it, but Aaron Moy off to Celtic. So he played, uh, I think he came on the 77th minute in a in a friendly. Um, didn't play that great, but I, I guess he's a bit out of condition and um, and Ange is probably looking ahead to the, the season. But great news to have another, another Aussie uh, like yourself at, at Celtic. Yes, indeed it is. And uh, it's great for... The Socceroos as well, that we see Aaron Moy with a club, Tom Rogic, which we'll probably speak about at some other time. Still no club, which is mm, yeah. interesting, but great to see Aaron there. And yes, it will take him time, Clarkie, to you know to get up to speed. And look, he's got a tough job on his hands to get in that first 11 at Celtic. There's no question with the, the three midfield that, that, that's already there in uh, Callum McGregor, Scottish internationalist. Uh, Hatate, who's the, the Japanese, and, and now O'Reilly, who seems to have taken Rogic's place, scoring goals. So um, it's a lot to displace, but I'm sure he'll play enough games because Celtic play enough of them, and they've got the Champions League also this year. So uh, hopefully he gets a lot of minutes. Now in the market, the tab market, Celtic a dollar sixty to win the league, Rangers mm. two twenty five. So that it's a it's a obviously like every season, it's a, it's a game of two there. But uh, they take on Aberdeen this weekend in their their opener. Yeah, they do. A chance to fly the flag. Obviously, it's a tradition in, uh, in Scotland to, when you win the league that um, you fly the flag on, on the opening day of the season. So everyone will be looking, for, like, uh, looking forward to that. It'll be a big celebration with the Celtic fans. Um, and hopefully the weather will, will, will stay good in Glasgow. I think it's been better there than it has been here, guys, um, of recent. So they'll all be looking forward to it just to get the season started again. It's been a long pre-season for Celtic, which is unusual because... They would normally have uh, European qualifiers at this stage, but none so far. Um, just been a build-up, so they'll be hugely excited. And I think, obviously, it's a major turnaround for Ange when you say $1.60. Um, it would have been interesting to hear those odds at the beginning of last season and where they were at. So uh, the job he's done has been phenomenal and um, to go in this season as favourites. But Rangers are going to be very, very good and strong as well. So as much as it's a two-horse race, it will be a close one, I think. Yeah, and I guess you... you touched on there about Aaron Moy but uh, and Champions League football I guess that's going to come into his own with Aaron Moy like they're going to need a big squad so you're hoping that Aaron Moy might get plenty of uh, game time if if not uh, in the first team for Celtic when they when they head to Europe yeah absolutely you know he's got bags of experience you know been to a couple of World Cups played in the English Premier League you know established himself Huddersfield and, and Brighton so it looks I think it's a steal for Celtic, you know, in terms of being a free agent um, and the experience that he brings and the quality that he has. And, and Ange will no doubt get him up to speed because all these players are, are fit in the way he has to play and wants to play, and Aaron knows that. So, um, yeah, I'm more than confident that he'll get his minutes there and uh, be in a good condition uh, for Australia in the World Cup come November. And some other Socceroos playing uh, the 
doing quite well around the world. Jackson Irvine, uh, he's playing at the Bundes Club St. Pauli, uh, Bundes League 2, actually. Uh, they had a, had a win and he scored a goal. And Mitch Duke also doing good things for uh, Okayama in Japan. So uh, the, um, Graham Arnold will be pretty happy with uh, a lot of his players. And I know it's a lot of friendlies and, and things on at the moment, but uh, getting some good miles into their legs ahead of Qatar. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a long time for a coach, though, between now and <laughs> November. I can tell you that uh, week to week, watching, looking, uh, hoping everyone stays fit as well, Clarky, because, you know, there's always, you know, God forbid I say it, but there's always that one serious injury in, in one of the national teams for, for a player that unfortunately misses out um, in these tournaments. So hopefully it's not <laughs> one of the Australians uh, come the tournament time. Now, um, plenty of friendlies going on around the world. We saw some great scenes uh, in the US, some huge crowds. Um, Arsenal took on Chelsea in Florida. They won 4-0. Not, Chelsea were pretty, pretty ordinary in that game, but uh, Arsenal, very impressive. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, again, scoring uh, uh, some goals. So, and Thomas Tuchel, he wasn't thrilled about uh, Chelsea's performance, but we also saw City take on Bayern at Lambeau Field, the, the home of the Green Bay Packers, around 85,000 there. And Erling Haaland didn't take him long to get his first goal for City, 12 minutes to score his first goal. So we might have a look at the golden boot too, Scott. Um, he's he's on top for Man City, their new signing. Uh, he's $5 to win the golden boot. Mo Salah from Liverpool, 550. Harry Kane from Spurs at 7. Ronaldo, who, who we still don't know what's going to happen with Ronaldo, he's at 11. Uh, Son from Spurs, 11. But um, Darwin Nunes from Liverpool, he's at 15. And Gabriel Jesus, he's great value at $21. Who do you, who do you like in that market? Yeah, look, I, I think Salah's always there. there. But those top three you've just mentioned, I, I really do think it will be between them. Um, I, I can't see past Harlan in terms of the chances created that Manchester City do. And we've seen his goal on the weekend you know, against Bayern. You know, it's from, from all of three, four yards out. I think he's going to score a barrel load of them, just like Raheem Sterling did for, for Manchester City on, on many of occasions. Um, I, I just can't see past him. I think he'll get 30-plus this year, and he's going to be a dominant force for them. And so much so, we didn't even mention that, I mean, that that, that atmosphere at the Green Bay Packers uh, Stadium was unreal the crazy, over man. the weekend. But he also brought the thunder and lightning with him, didn't he? he so did. as soon as he scored, everyone had to come off the field for, for five, ten minutes to... Obviously, for the threat of thunder and lightning, but thankfully they all came back on. No one was hurt, and they managed to get the game finished. We talk a lot about squads, Scott. Um, I read an interesting uh, story the, uh, over the weekend that uh, Kevin De Bruyne is the sole player left um, in the Man City squad from when Pep first started at Man City. So that just shows you um, and he, how successful he's been. But his his success is also in turning over his squad selling on players and bringing in new, new talent as well. Yeah, that's an incredible start, isn't it? You know, to, to think, I mean, we forget now it's been, you know, four to five years Pep Guardiola has been at Manchester City, the longest he's ever been at any one single football club, including his beloved Barcelona. So he's had time to change it, um, but he certainly had the finances to do so as well. And um, they're, they're an absolute wonderful team and a powerhouse. They're going to be really scary to... To, to watch this year, I just can't see past them. Unfortunately, Kaki, that just with that that extra, you know, bit up top now that everyone said that they missed. Um, you know, as much as Jesus done well, and I think he'll be an even better player going to Arsenal because he will be the platform for them. 
Um, I, I just can't see past them this year for the Premier League. And uh, Eric Ten Hag, he's still copping lots of questions about Ronaldo. He was here, obviously, for, for those friendlies. But uh, questions keep coming about where is he going to end up. Um, there's talk is he could return to Madrid with uh, Atletico and link up with uh, Diego Simeone. So um, until that, that goes away, uh, it's going to derail Van Targ. And he's doing great things on the pitch with them, isn't he? He's, he's toughening them. He's very hard at training um, and building a fair bit of resilience. And in, in his players as well, like with Harry Maguire, he's not, he's not shirking away from Maguire either, saying, you know, the boos, they're expected, but the only way to, to stop the fans booing uh, Harry Maguire is if, if he lifts and, and changes his form. Yeah, absolutely. Look, they, they need Martinez and, and Ericsson in the building as quickly as possible and getting up to speed and, and getting in that team for them as well to bring some positivity. Because right now, as as per usual with Manchester United, everything just lingers on. It just seems to be the way with them for the last two, three, four years that nothing can get sold quickly, whether it's a signing in or someone out. With the Ronaldo situation, they just need to get it sorted ASAP. Either he's staying or if he's going. If he's going, good luck to him. On you go. And, and, and go and do your thing. Uh, if you're staying, then get your head round it and, and let's go and, and be a Manchester United player. I think that's the frustration for a lot of Man United fans at the moment. And then you've got the Frankie de Jong saga as well with Barcelona. If the guy doesn't want to come, then they should really move on. And, and I'm pretty sure all Manchester United fans would say the same. If he doesn't want to come, go and find someone that actually does and wants to be part of your football club for the future. If he's happy at Barcelona, stop pursuing it and let's go and find something else. You can tell I'm a Man United fan, Clarky. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty annoyed with it all at the moment. Yeah. But you're right. Ten Hag, I think, is the right man for the job. And I think he, he's got to be given the time now to to bring in his processes and once he does and if he can then do that I think he can then start attracting players because it's crazy to think that the Manchester United of old would always get the top top players that's where everyone wanted to go but that, that just doesn't seem to be the case anymore now um, with the FIFA we've got the FIFA Women's World um, uh, Euros on at the moment England take on Sweden tomorrow morning um, they, they were lucky to get through against Spain but they played some great football this is on at Bramall Lane uh, England around a dollar eighty-five. Sweden, um, the number two team in the world, are four dollars twenty-five outsiders. Wow. And then, and then the following day, we've got Germany taking on France. You can't split them. It's two sixty Germany, France two seventy. So, um, some some great football being played too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the last time we spoke, I did say France and England were my picks. So I'm going to stick with that, Clarky. I think they'll they'll be the two that go in the final. But that's great numbers for for Sweden as well. Number two team in the world, four twenty. Um, you can't really see past that as well. And, and obviously England had a tough game uh, the previous round as well. So that, that'll be an interesting tie. Uh, Scott, just quickly away from the football, I see the English FA are brought in on a trial basis, a rule that uh, heading is banned for uh, juniors up to under 12. Um, obviously with the concussion issue uh, front and centre yeah. in most sports these days. Do you see that sort of spreading and how do you see that finishing up? I mean, could it be the case that uh, heading will be banned up to a certain age? Look, I, it's certainly a serious issue that, that obviously we have in all sports, like you just said there. And and it's taken very seriously within England. Um, the problem we have, though, it's part, it's integral part of the game. Mm. So um, look at up till 12-year-old. Is it integral? Probably not. Do they head the ball a lot anyway? Look, my son's 10-year-old, and he wouldn't know how to head it. He doesn't, mm. They don't want to head it. So they don't, I don't coach think it's really going to do they, Scott? No, no, they don't. So I don't okay. think it's really going to have a, a major effect on those age groups if they were to do that. 
mm. um, which which for me is absolutely fine. Um, but still, if you're going to be continuously knocking it um, as you go further up the field, you know, as you get older, then you're still going to have your issues. And I think even in the Premier League now, they they brought in a rule that you can only head. The, you can correct me if I'm wrong. If you want to look this up, but you can only head the ball five times a day. That okay. something to that extreme level within mm. the training sessions now, because of this, uh, obviously the. The, the conditions that are, we're starting to find out, you know, within, uh, you know, older ages of, of ex-players now that, that, that they've had, mm-hmm. um, they're looking to try and, you know, stop this from, from regularly happening in the future. Um, but only time will tell to see what the figures say, you know, in 10 years' time. Good on you, Scott. Always a pleasure to chat. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, guys. Pleasure.